It's about that time, everybody turn your TVs on. The Moe's nose, peachy, breezy, and fed of God. They keep it nitty gritty when they bring you nine and tall. We two gorillas, silver back, nah, silver hearts. We know it's busting the discussion cause we get it in. Every time you know we grinding, I was eight to ten. We always play to win, the faithful going hard. It's Wayne, breezy, peachy, Moe's nose, and fed of God. Let's get it. Nitty gritty, this the line is tall. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this the line is tall. We outline players up and show. Nitty gritty, this the line is tall. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this the line is tall. Line is tall. Nitty gritty, this the line is tall. Nitty gritty, this the line is tall. That that it just just got a bop. Mo's Peachy, nah, for real. what's going on, y'all? What's going on? Shout out to everybody. Welcome to Nitty Gritty Niners Talk. It's Monday night, and you know what time it is. I'm, I'm excited. We're gonna get back to Niner football. I gotta check in with the Nitty Gritty crew. Peachy, how you doing, Mo's? Wagwan me Doing, <laughs> doing pretty good today. It actually was a manic Monday for a change. It was kind of a chill Monday, so. All right, chill is good. PG yep. chill is chill is good. Most, how you doing, fam? Glad to be here with y'all, so I don't have to cuss nobody else out today. Yeah, because I was gonna be cussing you out probably all episode every time I see Joe Burrow throw a <laughs> touchdown. Cause just my luck, mm-hmm. the motherfucking got zero touchdowns. Also, he got like one, and just my luck, cause I'm playing Mo's. I'll be zero and three in that league. Shout out to Mo's for knowing. That Joe Burrow was gonna play, even though they never mind. I don't even want to get into They kept holding it very close to the vest, like he wasn't going to. So yeah, I hope he I hope crazy. he sucked tonight, yo. Like I, I really do. lost like three leagues because of him, but he's good. on my bench in three leagues too, mm-hmm. Peachy. Mine too. Except for the one Mo's got him in. But guys, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Look, I wanna I wanna have an evaluative type of a show. I want to talk about the 49ers and their strengths and their weaknesses. And I know it's still early. I know they're still finding out and searching for that true identity. I think that's by design. But I want to go through the strengths and weaknesses of the offense, the defense, and the special teams. So, guys, we're going to have a fun episode. All right? We probably won't be before you too long. Probably give you a nice little power hour. We'll touch a little bit with the, uh, the, you know, the Niners and the Cardinals coming up this week. I mean, how does that sound? That sounds good to you guys? It sounds right. great. So thumbs up. I would like to say this one thing. Thank God for Keenan Allen. Because he woo <laughs> saved he like four of my leagues by himself. You keep playing. Listen, like Keenan Allen, the only reason why I might beat Breezy tonight. <laughs> yeah. He keep playing like that. He won't be around week seven, eight, nine. And now that ten. Mike Will's gone, you know, then the, they're, they're gonna have more yeah. focus on him. Yeah, and I think so the rookie will get his touches now. Yeah. So this might be a, a chance for Quentin Johnson to, to step up. I'm just giving everybody a shout-out. If I see the members of the, Bre- the BB mm-hmm. Club uh, crew, I'm going to go ahead and put yeah. y'all things up there, man. So just wanted to shout everybody out. Uh, I see Steven says, Wayne, who you rather win tonight, Eagles or Tampa? I'm going with Tampa. I don't want to see the Eagles win. Right, hey, that's Nelly. what I'm saying. Like, who, yeah, I don't want to see that? the Eagles win. He says, no, dog, I got Chase and Higgins. Listen, I want them to get touchdowns, just not from Joe Burrow. I never said I ain't want right. them to score. 
Right. Um, Hope they I run left, all their touchdowns. I left touchdowns Chase in, in there. <laughs> like, left oh, Chase in there. Oh, boy. So. Here we go. What happened, Moe's? No, nah, it was a it was a good catch by uh Buster here by uh Chris Godwin, but he was out of bounds. Oh, that was a great catch. It was just out of bounds. I didn't know which game you was watching. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> All right, man. Let's go ahead and get down to it. Listen, we got some new 49ers uh updates and things like that. We definitely want to talk about. If you guys have been sleeping under a rocket, just want to remind you that the 49ers are in first place uh in the NFC. Right. And they'll be tied for first place in the NFC after tonight. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So, so the winner. Out of the Bucks and the Eagles game, will tie with the 49ers. 49ers were the first team at 3-0. Just want to put that out there for those that don't know. Yes. Let's go over the injury report. Uh, Debo Samuel has the shoulder injury. Uh, Greenlaw with the ankle. Ambry Thomas still with the knee. Demetrius Flanagan fouls with the ankle. And Jawan Jennings, I did report he was just sidelined today. So he was on the sideline. It didn't say that. He had a specific injury per Matt Barrows. He was just on the sideline. Now, I will talk about um, uh, Dre Greenlaw, and, and I believe uh, Jawan Jennings were practicing like on the sideline, even though they mm-hmm. didn't participate in today's bonus practice. Yes. But there was no Debo, uh, and we got a big game coming up this week, divisional game. Yeah. Uh, how, how concerned are you guys about Debo's ribs? Are we swapping Pause. out one receiver for the other? Is that what's going on here? I hope Are we going to have like one this week and one this week? Is that what's going on here? It, I, think, I think that could be what's going on. You know why? <laughs> because the balance is Christian McCaffrey. Yes. Right? So you have him to balance out in the middle, and then you just I, – I just want the team to be full throttle every single week. And it also gives Bell a chance to get some more burn whenever one of them's missing too. Does give him a chance and opportunity. Yes. You did hear Kyle Shanahan say they asked him, oh, so did, did Bell earn? He was like, Bell was making this team like regardless. Like he he didn't have to earn anything. He we knew what we was getting in Bell. Yes. Like that's crazy <laughs> that Kyle yes. Shanahan said that. It's like he didn't have to earn anything. He didn't have to go out because there and prove a, anything. A lot of times we remember, well, when we finally found out what I you like the problem was is that he mm-hmm. was in Kyle's doghouse. But Kyle would always be like, you know, yeah, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, say all these things that you guys want me to say and, and all this stuff or whatever. But then we found out why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I thought IU balled out his rookie year. I did you too. <laughs> so to go into a doghouse, like, confused the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, no Debo today. But the other guys didn't practice either, but they were there. Uh, on the sideline, but mm-hmm. for the practice report, we did have Brandon Ayuk back. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure how it wasn't a it wasn't like a heavy heavy practice coming back off of their little mini bye weekend and their victory, but he was back at practice and he looks like he's going to be a green light to go. Mo's any concerns about Debo and his ribs? No, because I mean he 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 came back and finished playing in the game. I think they just want to kind of, you know, rest him up. You know, we have the extended time since we played on Thursday night. Uh, so, yeah, just, you know, make sure that he's 100% and ready to go. Um, I feel like, you know, it's it's not that bad where he won't play. Do you think the ribs hurt more during the game or after, like, after the game, like when they might have been more inflamed? After the game. When you take the, when you take the, when you take the pads off and that, that adrenaline calms down, you know, yeah. that, that's why they like when they say, like, if you're actively playing a sport and you twist your ankle, 
They say, don't take your shoe off because as soon as you take that shoe off, that swelling begins. So I feel like, you know, a rib injury, you take those pads off, you get in the shower, you know, then you kind of start feeling the effects of it. So uh, All right. definitely not well, going in again. Listen, it's it's the Cardinals. Now, when you play in the Cardinals, I, listen, there's some, there's some bright things to talk about playing these birds. I can tell you that right now. Now, I do know it's a divisional game. I know we're going to get a new coach, new offensive coordinator, new look Cardinals, new mm-hmm. quarterback we got to face. Joshua Dobbs is a little bit mobile. Okay, he can move around in and out of the pocket. Uh, he's looking to throw the ball down the field. Uh, but he now he has to play a Niners defense that don't let the quarterbacks throw the ball down the field. They're going to force him to be accurate. So I'm hoping everybody's starting to get used to Steve Wilkes' defense. I think after the second week of seeing them kind of struggle – against that short pass and then mm-hmm. make that proper adjustment, yeah. I think I, I'm starting to grasp the concept and the identity of what Steve Wilkes wants. Don't get beat deep. Give up the underneath, but make the tackle. Like, make sure you're there. Hit him hard. Hit him high. Hit him low. What you got to do. Uh, hopefully, we'll start seeing some of those uh, footballs pop out, like, as fumbles. Like, that's, that's what I think we're going to get to at some point. So, I think that's the identity we're getting from the defense. I'm still confused on the offense. It's it's, I think that's how Kyle Shanahan wants it to be. Um, you know you're going to get Christian McCaffrey, but then where else you going to get hit with? <laughs> and I think that's the mm-hmm. that's the cool part. Like, there's no identity on the offense as of yet, other than the fact that teams will set up. The Giants tried to take out Christian McCaffrey. Yep. The Rams tried to take out Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell the Steelers was trying to do, <laughs> but I'm sure they tried to take out Christian McCaffrey. And maybe he's just – you just can't take him out. I mean, you can limit him a little right. bit, but I think he's that balance. And then he allows – like, he's that centerpiece, and then he allows everybody else to kind of, like, flourish. So I got some bright spots when we start talking about the Cardinals, so yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Listen, Anthony Brown, defensive back, the 49ers now. The story was interesting, right? So the Niners sign him. Then they release him after mm-hmm. they bring up – Trey Swilling to put him on the roster to make room for Trey Swilling. Anthony Brown goes bye-bye. And then they bring up Shamar John Charles to the active roster for the game for the Ambry Thomas uh, inactive, inact, being inactive. And then all of a sudden, after the game, like immediately after the game, like I don't even think they waited to – did they wait to the pressers? Like it literally – did it happen during the game? All I know is Trey Swindler was released and Anthony Brown was re-signed. It, was quick. it almost seemed like a handshake agreement. Like, hey, just hang on for just a couple of hours. You'll be right back on the squad, man. That was great. I said, Listen, man, we're we not going to let you rock this week. But I tell you what, man, just be ready for the call. Right. I got you on my two-way. We're going to hit yes. you up right after the game. Don't be talking to the other team. We got you. <laughs> you will be back. I love it. I love it. Most, um, what are your thoughts on Anthony Brown, man? I feel like I never really got a chance to ask you how you feel about this signing um, and what will he be able to bring to this team? I mean, he's a it's a it's a risky signing, right? We're bringing a guy back uh, off of a, yes, yeah. an, a torn Achilles injury. Mm-hmm. Um, so we all, we all know that, you know, how those can be, that those are really, really tough, uh, to come back from, uh, I 
prior to the injury, he was one of the guys that was known to have a lot of speed. Uh, when he was with Dallas, he did play a lot of a press man coverage. And I feel like that's where he excels. Uh, he can get a little handsy. Um, you know, he can, you know, he does, and to use a Stephen A. Smith where he does have the proclivity to be called for, you know, a holding or a, a, a pass interference penalty. Yes. Um, and, and, and that's something that, you know, we seem to be very familiar with as Daniel Garcia, you know, mm-hmm. mentions, you know, Josh Norman. Hey, um, wait a minute. Wait so, a minute, I got to add this disclaimer to that, Mose, because right now, you know who lead the team in, in penalties on the defense? <clears throat> His name is a cornerback. Guess which cornerback it is. I'm trying to get you to guess. Is it, it? It's not Ambry, is it? Nope. Ambry ain't played. That boy played 44 snaps. It definitely ain't Ambry. <laughs> is, it it Ambry. is it Mooney? It ain't Moody Ward. No. It can't be Demo. Is Demo? It's, it's Demo. Like, the dude got, he leads the team with three penalties on the defense. And it's like, I felt like a lot of his penalties were super subjective. Was it one like, a they game? didn't have, I think so. I think he gets what he has won a game. Now, when does that stop? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I'm not. He better not have 17 penalties <laughs> if he getting one again. <laughs> like, that's, that's the trend, right? No, nah, that, that's, that's the trend. If he getting one a game, that means he by the end of the season, he should have 17. Um, when does that stop? I It stops when he realizes that he's not going to get the benefit of the doubt. That's when it stops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when when he's not going to get the benefit of the doubt because he's not one of those names, he's not Jair Alexander, he's not Pat Sertan. Oh, I you see know, what you're He's saying. not one of these the, the top flight elite corners that might be able to get away with some of the the nuanced stuff that some of the the better corners do. One because yeah. they can kind of mask it a little bit, but two because they've built a cachet of being a great player. So because they're a great player, there's obviously no possible way unless it was a blatant foul that that could have been a pass interference. So un- until he starts to realize that he's not going to get that benefit of the doubt call and and, mm-hmm. and, I'll, and I'll be let's keep it a buck. And we talked about this on the overreaction show on Thursday. I don't feel like that pass interference call against Darren Waller should have been called on him. So obviously there, there are going to be some he might get that we disagree with. And that would clearly was one of them. But I think once he starts to realize that and he can adjust his game and make tweaks in his game so that he's not getting those calls, I think he'll be fine. So uh, speaking of Pat Sertan, before I forget, did you guys see that where Jerry Rice and his son said that um, sounds like that Pat Sertan should find another home, (laughs) that he should come to the Niners? Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Because apparently Denver's, they might be making some, some. they got to clean some stuff out. They got to, they got to do something. So <laughs> if they start cleaning house or whatever. So Jerry Rice and Rice Jr. are all in favor of Sertan being the first one that comes to the 49ers. I mean, 
I know. I'll take it. <laughs> I literally I'll take was it. like, I'll... hear me out. Let's I mean, because wait, I make sh- don't we have don't we have a first round pick now? Uh huh. Don't we, we do. finally have a first round pick? Uh huh. Yep. And we got F- a lot F- of extra F- picks on the back F- end of the draft. Denver gonna be we got, doing we got like a- this. Denver gonna be doing like you do in space. The way they pull it, they gonna be throwing these players around. I mean, we got like ten third round picks. I say right? F them picks. <laughs> right. Hey. And this it's the 49ers MO, right? You wanna know why uh John Lynch was extended? It's because of stuff like this. Right. And who does he have a ties with? Mm-hmm. The Denver Broncos, That's right? The Broncos organization. And yes. so, like, this yes, might be sir. something to look forward, you know, look into. You know what I'm saying? Like, the 49ers always make a midseason trade. Always. Mm-hmm. If they could, if the 49ers get <laughs> right. certain. T- <laughs> exactly. Now. What you want to do? Want to be ballers? Ascertain is, is the hot name. Okay. Do we want to go after him? Or do we prioritize right tackle? I, I'm I'm do giving you think Steve we need Wilkes. To upgrade I'm giving from nope, Absolutely not. I'm giving Steve Wilkes. Or playoff push. I, nope. I'm giving Steve Wilkes all the tools he needs. Exactly. He's Present. a cornerback guy, a secondary guy, mm-hmm. and that could be a guy. Yeah. I'm giving him that. I'm giving him that. I think the pass rush will will grow into his own. I think. I think McKivitz will be just fine over time, just like Jake Brendel was last year. I think McKivitz yes. makes that leap after week five, six, and next thing you know, you start to see that continuity. Mm-hmm. I'm, I feel like Spencer Burford, believe it or not, seems more like the weakest link on right. that right side, but the only reason is because he's not next to that veteranship from uh, Mike McGlinchey anymore. Yes. So now he's getting a newbie that's never played the position mm-hmm. or started at the position, excuse me. So, yeah, like, I, look, look. <laughs> Passer 10. I'll take it. With Mooney Ward, that, and I then you could put DMO in the slot. I want to get him out of the AFC. They, yeah, he's not he's not going to the AFC. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And just like Breezy said, like, we have so many ties with Denver. Like, close ties with Denver. Like, I could live and see it happen. We've dealt with Denver before. That's it. Every We've day. dealt with Denver a lot, that's as a matter of fact. That's that's that's, that's what I need. Let's do it. <laughs> then the defense. Let's do it. See, everybody keeps D1 saying we need this. Like, here's my thing about the offensive line. <laughs> it the 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 Kyle Shanahan's offense isn't meant for the offensive line to block for four seconds. Like it's just it's just not that offense. It's not to develop the throw. Now we run the ball very well, but and when we do that, you get a couple of extra seconds from the play action pass. You know what I'm saying? Offensive line can hold their own. I feel like McKivitz will be fine. I just think like I mean like what right tackle can you trade for, or do you would you want that's right. at the level of what Pat Sertan can be for this defense? Like you know what I'm saying? So like, it's it's. I mean, okay. So lot and you know what? I like when people put some stuff out there. Yeah. And liar says, uh, didn't Sertan get lit up for seventy points though? All right. So I mean, can you let, let's talk about this? Sertan, Sertan. Last time I checked, 
there's 10 other people on defense. Right. I that's mean, what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't. <laughs> I just put so that if, on one so person. If the, <laughs> that's why the Denver Broncos are 0-3. Yeah. Because they must exactly. expect Pat Sertan to stop a Miami <laughs> Dolphins offense by himself yeah, from putting up 70 points. That's I, why the I, Broncos are 0-3. It's not like I mean he had to he had to d- defend Tyreek Hill for sixty minutes, and then it's the way they lined up Tyreek Hill. So it's not like straight up man, yeah, where he's just on him. Tyreek was in the slot. Tyreek was all over the daggone field. Tyreek was everywhere. Him everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. And real talk, Tyreek wasn't really the one that was putting up all the points. It, no, Mostert had four Most- touchdowns. And, and A chain had four touchdowns. So the chain had eight touchdowns. So um, Adam Schefter said that he wanted everybody to get his name. That A chain wanted everybody to know to get his name right. It's A chain. It's not A chain. Well, then he need to take the damn. E so off people his name. are. So they literally right. put it out there. He but said since he's going to be balling a, like this, it's time for people to know his. Name. <laughs> I to say his name. That's but fine. Then, I, I'm that cool that came from Schefter though. It was Schefter or one of the reporters. That might be wrong, but well, um, it was one of them. So I'll I'll tell you this much. I wanted to know how to pronounce his name, so I looked up a press conference that he had when he was in college. I think I remember and you on telling that me video this. that I watched. He said a chain. Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe like they C-H-A-I-N. have H A I N. He said a chain. I mean, which so which is I what I thought because, because that's of the what e. I heard him say right. Like I didn't make that up. I looked up a video. Yeah, I believe with him you too. Saying yeah. his own name, mm-hmm. so it makes sense. But if, if he's telling me it's something different now, then you but know, I, I, I'm getting. I'm not taking um, it. I'll go back and look Sheffield. at that to, to to make sure. But I do remember them saying that people were pronouncing it wrong, and everyone that I've heard pronounce it says a chain. So that's why I was like, I'm gonna have to see what's up with that. <laughs> but well, anyway. Before, A-Chain's a bad dude. A-Chain. They used to say A-Chain, like A-H, like Devon A-Chain. Gotcha. And in a press conference, that's when he said A-Chain. Okay. Mm. Gotcha. I, look, whoever he is, he balled out. Like, <laughs> he at the did. End he of the balled day, out cooked, big like, time. He was cooking. He had, like, and, and, he had like 50 some fantasy points. And, and so listen, man, you got Mostert speed and then His speed. A-Chain. four three two. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That that was ridiculous. I'm not even going front, but I I, I want to see them against a real defense. I want to see them play in a defense with a defense that's not afraid to hit. You know, there's there's a, there's several ways you can negate that speed. Like you know what I'm saying, and that's mm-hmm. just punch the speed right where it starts. <laughs> Don't even let it get going. Yeah, and I think that's you know the last time they played the Niners, with they didn't have a chain or whatever. But the last time they played the 49ers, what did we do to that speed? First play, got burnt with speed. I wouldn't even say Trent Sherfield is speed. That was more like a trickery type of a play, but he was wide open. Uh, I think Talanoa Hufunga bit on whatever, and next mm-hmm. thing you know, he's off to the races for like an 81-yard touchdown. But after that, they slowed that speed all the way down. So, look, Dolphins look good, no doubt about it. Great 3-0 team. Wouldn't ex- I wouldn't expect anything less from a Mike McDaniels team. I just wouldn't. He's from here. He's under this tutelage. Kyle Shanahan tried it with speed. Remember? We, we tried Mostert. We tried yes, Brita. exactly. They just kept getting hurt. Now yeah. all of a sudden, Mostert's staying healthy? Fuck out of here. <laughs> it just, um, 
I was listening to something today and they were talking about that these runs, the reason why that they were so successful in the run is because Denver was so slow <clears throat> in their defense that by the time they turned around, like they were already past them. And that's why they couldn't. Right. And see, there's one thing about us. See, we're not going to, you know, especially since we're, we're very familiar with it. It definitely would not be the same. And ain't, and I don't think since it's been so long since an NFL team put up 70, I'm trying to remember how many years ago they said it was when they did that. Mm-hmm. But um, it's sure, like, ain't nobody going to put up 70 on this team. So, on the and 49ers. That's the, you know, <laughs> so Ralph, it's not happening. <laughs> you make a great point, Ralph. No single high safety against Miami. Uh, play a lot of cover two, a lot of cover three. Listen, I look. We gonna we gonna we gonna take away the run and force Tua to make the play. Yes, I, that's that's the that's the mo. Mm-hmm. That's the mo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you'll see some single high safety, and then you might see the the second safety drop back into like a robber type of uh, position or something like that. But at the end of the day, the Rams scored. At the end of the day, like I, I we won't see into the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Right. We, we, you won't see it to the Super Bowl. Now, let's talk about the 49ers, right? Because, I like, I feel like they're in a good place. I mean, after three games, they seem pretty decent where they're ranked and things like that. Now, I want to talk about the defense because we're going to start with the defense, and then we're going to go with the strengths and weaknesses of the defense. And before we do that, Mose, I'm just going to give you a little data on where we are as of right now. Now, I know we got four teams currently playing uh, and so this stuff probably won't be updated um, as of as of right now, but we'll take it from where it is now. Number the Niners, okay, are at just like that. The Niners are number five. Oh no, that's offense. Let me get to defense. The number three and giving up and uh, yards per game. So at two fifty eight point three. All right, far as passing, I think they're ranked fourteenth. As far as rushing, they're ranked third. And as far as points per game, they're ranked one, two, three, four, fifth. They're ranked fifth, all right? So they give up about 14 points per game. The number one team is the Cleveland Browns, giving up 10.7. We actually play them. Their defense is pretty solid, but mm-hmm. we play them in, in a couple of weeks. So that's going to be interesting to see how that pans out or how they stand pat. Buffalo will be two. The Cowboys, three. Kansas City, four. 49ers, Fifth, and as far as points per game, the defense is balling out. Like I, like they have. Uh, let's go to the to the good parts of the defense. Uh, this is the best part: the turnovers. As far as takeaways, uh, the Niners are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They're ranked tenth with five takeaways. Now they're tied, even though they're ranked tenth. They're tied with the Colts, the Dolphins, the Saints, the Cardinals, y'all. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Washington Commanders with a total of five turn or takeaways. All right. So that's fumbles and interceptions put together. So uh, we have five interceptions on the year. No fumble recoveries on the year um, as of right now. So that's where the defense is standing. They're top 10 uh, overall. What are your thoughts about the defense, Mose? What are some of the weaknesses on the defense and some of the strengths on the defense? Yeah, I mean, running off those stats, is, is it's hard to kind of find a weakness. Uh, but, you know, we got some. We're going to talk about some. Um, obviously, one of our first strengths <clears throat> I'll start with uh, is our defensive line. 
Um, our defensive line um, has been playing really, really solid um, over the first three weeks. Um, does it have our sacks? I have the sacks. Here? We have a. T- um, I got the sacks for you right here. Uh, we have a total of eight sacks so far. So the defense has 79 pressures. Uh, they have nine penalties, 79 pressures. Those pressures include eight sacks, uh, 13 hits, and 58 hurries, all right, um, on those pressures. So so the Niners, are they're, they're getting pressure to the quarterback for sure. So we have five against the Steelers. We had... One, One against, against the Rams, Rams. Mm-hmm. and then we had two uh, against the Giants, uh, and then the the two against the Giants that we had uh, came from you know our our, our two high priced defensive linemen, one Nick Bosa mm-hmm. and one Javon Hargrave. Um, so having those two get on get on the stat sheet, you know, against the Giants, you know that that proved what a strength we have. In this defensive line that, you know, any given day um, that this team is on the field, one of those guys, Armstead, Mm -hmm. Hargrave, Mm -hmm. Bosa, Farrell, Jackson, Mm -hmm. even even our our backups, Givens, Kinlaw, Hyder, those guys can get to uh, the quarterback. Um, So I think for this defense – um, that's the first strength that I'll, I'll talk about is just the defensive line and how consistent they've been. Um, when you talk about the the statistics of the defense, um, what are we in yards allowed on running and rushing? Okay, so our rush defense. We're fourth. We've only given up 159 yards on the ground. And even that sounds like a lot because against Pittsburgh, Mm -hmm. we only gave up 41. Right. We got, we got beat a lot. I think the most we gave up was in, was the, the Los Angeles Rams game. Yeah. Rams game, we gave up 89. Yeah. But that's still, that's still under 90. Yeah. And then against the Giants, uh, we gave up. Uh, I couldn't do quick math. So this is going to change. Giants will give up 29. Right. So just know that this is going to change after tonight's game. So the oh, Niners yeah, sure, 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 sure. might be ranked second. I'm just talking about like, what I'm just talking about what we gave up. Yeah, you know, for 159. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we've had we had 140 <laughs> against the Giants. We had 188 again. Like we're giving up less than what we have, you know, combined. So as far as run defense, you know, we thought some part of our defense would take a a step back. It's not our run defense. Our run defense is still really, really good. You know, three straight games holding teams uh, under 100 yards. Uh, We were able to keep the Rams under 90. Uh, Giants left them with 29. Uh, uh, So that, that front four, our defensive line, uh, the rotation coaching by Chris Gosarek, Uh That's the first strength that I'm going to point out on the defense. And I like when you look at the run defense, I mean, man, 35 tackles, uh, 
they they're they're getting it in. They're not getting beat. Remember how we saw them get gashed up in the preseason? We we kept telling people, listen, the guys aren't out there yet. Like they're the starters aren't out there um to get gashed up. I will say that the only like uh the only concern that I saw was on film with the rush defense, the run defense, was in last week's game, uh on the touchdown that they gave up. And when I looked at the first and eight, it was first and eight on the goal line. And I watched um, Matt Breida like kind of like carry the defense into the end zone. All right. And I was a little concerned about it because if you go back and you watch the film, you're going to see, you know what? I could pull up the film. Give me a second. You're going to see Fred Warner. I don't know when that freaking happens. So it's going to take me forever to find it. But you're going to see Fred Warner um, kind of like miss his gap and overplay the gap. And it was just like, dang, like Fred knew it was a run, but he overplayed to where he thought the linebacker of the where the running back was gonna go, and then Breida kind of kept it cutting back to the opposite way, and then boom! Once Tashawn Gibson got there, it was like a second too late, and Breida's momentum carried him right into the end zone. That was the only the only kind of like mishap. They wouldn't have even gave up that touchdown for the run. And then the Kyron Williams, you know, that's a whole nother, that's another thing. And I didn't even break that one down. Shout out to Chrissy, 1687. <laughs> nine months. Hey, fam. What's going on, Chrissy? Hope, you, hope you're doing well out there. Uh, and thank you for tuning in. Let me, while you guys talk more about the, uh, the weaknesses, let me go up and see if I can pull up that play, Moe's, because I want you to see what I'm talking about and just, you know, kind of correct me on air if I'm wrong or not. Got it. I mean, uh, uh, another strength I'll point out, obviously, with this defense uh, is our linebacking core. Uh, Fred Warner leading charge. Um, he's playing like a, a, a man with his hair on fire. Uh, you've coined him the Fredditor. Uh, he is playing lights out. Um, and, I, and I think the rest of our linebackers are following suit. Uh, Oren Burks played well last week against the Giants. He made a couple of key tackles. Uh, Drake Greenlaw is is doing his thing as he always does. If I do have to point out a weakness with the linebacking core, uh, this is going to be an individual weakness, and it's going to be Drake Greenlaw. And I I don't know how you fix it uh, because I love the way that he plays. I love the tenacity and the aggression that he plays with. uh, But he seems to always find himself in a situation where he's getting that 15-yard penalty. It's gotten to a point now where we expect it to happen. We don't know when it's going to come because every game is different. But whenever we see a flag and our defense is on the field, a lot of the times we're thinking personal foul, 15-yard penalty on number 57. So if I have to point out a weakness on in that position group on our defense, uh, it's just the fact that, that Dre Greenlaw, you want them to play to and through the whistle. Mm-hmm. But then there's that after the whistle aspect uh, that he he's he's always playing. And, and, and it's a gift and a curse because one thing that you can never say about Dre Greenlaw is that, you know, his motor is inconsistent. Dre Greenlaw's motor is always on. Always. His motor is nonstop. Uh, but I think he needs to find a way uh, to what they call it to – and improve on what they call in football controlled aggression, right? You got to be aggressive, but you need to be under control. Um, so I, it, 
that's one weakness that I could point out from the linebacker core. I think everybody's is playing well. Um, I feel like some of the mishaps we've seen in coverage. Now, I don't think we've been tested as much as, as we could have so far this season. Um, the Giants used Darren Waller more on the outsides to take advantage of his size more than they used him, you know, up the seam and over the middle. Um, so our linebackers haven't been tested um, that much yet this season. We're only three games in. Um, so we haven't seen any of the coverage mishaps that we've seen in previous years. Um, so if I have to point out a weakness with the linebackers, I'm going to have to say uh, just just Drake Greenlaw being a, a little bit over aggressive at some points. Yeah, I mean, you, you see it out there, right, Peace? Like, we're just like, uh, it's just like, we're like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Especially on that one, because it was like, I, I, for half a second, he thought about it. He thought about not doing it, and then he did it anyway, because he didn't hear the whistle. And I think that's what it was. And technically, there was no whistle. It's just that they, it looked like with Mooney Ward having him wrapped up, that forward progress was going to be called, but... To his defense, he didn't hear a whistle, and but he st- he stuttered and then pew, took right off. That dude's speed is ridiculous, yo. I thought Quan Alexander was fast. Drake Greenlaw flies around the field like flies. I'm just praying he stay healthy. You can get all the 15 yard penalties exactly. you want. Just, just don't miss a game. Right. <laughs> don't nah. miss a game. No Please game. don't miss a game because uh, he's definitely out there now. I think I found it. I think I'm spot on. Uh, and I was able to find it. Uh, shout out to Lucky Me. All right. We're going to go back a little bit. And, you know, Diamador Lenore. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> poor guy. All right. So that was the play. We were just talking about that. So uh, I want to show you guys the first and eight. Now, you can see, like, the 49ers, the defense that they're in. They got the four guys down up, the, up front. Uh, they got the linebackers up there right in the middle. You can see the two linebackers right there in the middle. And then you got your cornerbacks. That's going to be covering. They got two guys stacked to the left with Slayton out here, which is Mooney Ward's going to pick him up. So with the they got a, a, I see one tight end out there. So this looks like 11 personnel with three wide outs from the Giants' perspective. You can see Matt Breida lined up deep, single back, back there. I'm trying to curious to see what happens. Does their tight end go in some type of emotion to start the – nope. So, all right, here we go. So that's going to be the kick down on Kevin Givens. I believe that's number 90 right there. You're going to see the tight end take him out. Look at Fred, though. I want y'all to pay attention to Fred. Fred sees that dude's eyes are on the ball. Like, on the ball. And so what happens is he misses... He The lineman kind of, like, gets him off of his position. So I think that's what happened. And there's the missed tackle. And you can see how, like, dang, if Fred would have just found a way to stay like right where he was yeah take it back a little bit i'm i'm trying with the, what's I'm trying your to... what's your player can you slow it down yeah i could slow it down give me a second like play it at like half speed let's go speed let's go slow and you see he takes the jump so he comes up he comes up he sheds the block, and I, I it, it look, yeah, it looks like he was anticipating to run up the middle, middle. I, oh, not even that. I think he was anticipating that guy to get more hands on him. So I, I guess he was, he was maybe bracing for that impact. A bigger hit, yes. 
Yes. Right. I think he was bracing for that. And because it didn't come, it kind of threw off his timing. That's all it was. Because I feel like I feel like if 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 he would have gotten blocked with with the impact that he thought was coming, that would have he really would have been pushed into, him the into that hole. There he would have been there. So I think he was he stepped up. He saw the guy coming. He was bracing for that kind of like trying to get off of that. And then it, it the just the timing wasn't right. As, and this is to me like they're gonna go. They're gonna watch this play over and over again, and yeah. over again. You know what I and mean? And then I and feel like, like I, it was late. Gip was late, but the momentum was there. Like even if I think even if Gip got there, Breida runs him over. If you look at it, you're just like, okay, Breida's got all the momentum. So if you look at it again, he was late. And then Greenlaw was coming from, you know, Greenlaw was kind of like out of the play, but he tries to stay in the play. So who yeah, so gets he like, goes so, up? He gets blocked. Yeah, he gets the lineman on him. And see, Gip. Gip, Gip's got to shoot that. Yeah, he's not coming downhill fast enough for me. So no. Gip is at, like, between the one and the two. Gip should be at the three-yard line by now. There you go. Because he got a, he had a clean pass right to Breida, 31 on and 31. Then, and look at that. And then and then Breida makes the cut. See, right. So he Gip stops at, like, the one and a half, two. Yeah. And then by that time, Dre is already on his back, and like you said, like you mentioned, momentum is already carrying him into the end zone. To me, I brought this play up because I know there were some penalties. You talked about that being a weakness. Um, this, I'm not saying that this is a weakness for the 49ers. This was really the only bad play, in my opinion, on defense. And it was now. Do you think it would have been different had that not been Kevin Givens? Do you think that would have been different if that was Armstead or if that was Hargrave? The way Kevin Givens got blocked on that, bro. All right, let's go back to it one more time. Sorry, guys. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. Make sure you hit the like button while we go back and forth. And we, you know, this is what we're here for. We're gonna check out a player too. I told you we'll give you some little little bit of film analysis or whatnot. Watch Givens just get blocked by the tight end. So he's first, he's on the 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 guard is kicking out. I mean, the center is kicking out. Mm-hmm. You got number sixty, the guard kicking out too. It's he did, nah, I don't think it would have mattered. Look at the way the tight end angled on that defensive tackle. It, it, I don't it's kind of like a variation of like a 0-1 trap. Yeah, and I don't think he would have. I don't think he would have been able to see. He didn't see it. Yeah. Now, now he does a and great I mean, he, move. He, he did sp- he, great job spinning off to try to get off. Of it. Great job. Woo, but he's too. But he's, but he's too late. But Breida's so fast that by the time he gets squared up, Breida's already passed him. There you go. There you go. That's now, if that was if that was Armstead and he was able to do that move, would he have the arm length? I don't know. To reach out and grab him. Yeah. Reach out and yeah, touch, and touch somebody's <laughs> hand. Make this world a better place. Hey, if you can. If All right, most great job breaking down the defense, the weaknesses, the strengths. I, I got one more. I got one more. You position. got one more. I got one My more bad. group. Oh, cornerbacks. I got to touch, touch the secondary. There you go. Got to touch it. I'm, I'm gonna touch them as a whole because I feel like a, a, a strength is our safeties. We were kind of worried about you know how Git was gonna play. You know, he's the elder statesman of the room. Get to me is still playing at a high level. 
high, you know, all pro level, bro. Beat. He's not getting beat. He's where he needs to be. He's communicating with his guys. Gip is playing at a, at a high level. We know Huff is it, it, picking up right where he left off, you know, getting his hands on the football, creating turnovers. If I'm going to have to point out a weakness, mm-hmm. it would have to be our, our, our cornerbacks. And although Mooney has a turnover, although Demo has uh, interception, Demo has probably been playing the best out of, you know, our cornerback group so far. Uh, uh, there is a little bit of inconsistency within that group. Obviously, you talked about Demo leading the team in penalties with three, even though I don't agree with one of them. And then injuries, health. You know, we, we Ambry Thomas going down. Uh uh, Samuel Womack going down. We haven't been able to see Darrell Luter Jr. yet. Uh, you know, we we bring in Swilling and Jean Charles. Both of those guys have penalties at crucial points in the game on Thursday night. And now we got Anthony Brown in, and we don't know what we're going to get from him. Uh, Isaiah Oliver played great against the Rams. Um, he didn't have, you know, much of an impact against the Giants. So we're still trying to wait to see a little bit more consistency from him. So again, like we, like you talked about before, it's hard to find weaknesses on a defense that is playing so well. Uh, but also we know we're, that we're going to face some better teams and some better offenses. Um, and, you know, the health and inconsistent play of our cornerback group is something that we do have to discuss because there may be a game down the road where, you know, the, the lack of bodies and mm-hmm. the inconsistent play you know, can can cost us a W. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's definitely something that we need to examine. Can I make mention of of this, uh, like, after our corner, after Mooney and D'Amador Lenore? D'Amador Lenore leads the team in targets, too. So it's at 26. Ward is at 23, right? Um, The linebackers are targeted high. Like, 19 for Greenlaw, 16 for Fred Warner. They targeted more than the damn, you know, you're not getting your safeties in one-on-one coverage, but dang, like mm-hmm. they're they're setting up. You like Fred Warner has the same amount of targets as Isaiah Oliver at 16. Yeah. Now, if you want to know who's given up, who's given up the most um reception rate, it would be Oren Burks, but he only played, you know, he's he's only seen five targets, but in the run game, mm-hmm. he's been a monster. Right then now, what's the what's the context of those targets, though? I mean, so like, is it all is it all tight ends over the middle, or is it? Nah, it's running backs. It's the wide receivers, running backs. Yeah, like it's if they're playing zone and and that guy's in their area and they're they're giving anybody in their zone. Okay, that's yeah. So and that's why you never see the linebackers' grades relatively high on PFF. You ever notice that? You be like, yo, Fred Warner, yeah, because it's- lights out. Dude had like thirty-five tackles. Yeah, but he gave up five catches too. But and they grade that heavily. Of course, he's gonna give up five catches. Now, if you match a man to man, that's different. Like you know what I'm yeah. saying. But when he's playing zone, of course they're gonna give up. That's why I be like, the nickelback is always gonna give up those targets. I don't care. And, and the man zone, like they're just gonna give up the catches because their job is to not get beat over the top. They're gonna. Guys in this nickel slot, what they running? Slants, quick slants, all those quick ins, outs, those routes. So you're going to see that. Um, but I, th- I just thought it was interesting that our linebackers um, technically 
are doing a lot of pass coveraging uh, for the team, and that that's that's why we have a specific type of linebacker that you need mm-hmm. on this team. Now, as far as stops, I know you talked a little bit about um, Mooney Ward. Drake Drake Greenlaw leads with stops at five. Mooney Ward is is Mooney Ward, Fred Warner, and Drake Jackson. Diamador Lenore and Dre Greenlaw are tied with first with five. And then those three other guys I mentioned are tied for second with four stops. Those are tackles for losses. This team can tackle. I know we see missed tackles, but overall, this team is getting it done on the defense. So it's definitely hard to find weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question? Absolutely. Why do you think some of the faithful are getting frustrated with the defense that we're seeing from Steve Wilkes. Because if you ask me, it looks a lot like Ben, but don't break. It's all Ben, but don't break. They're, so so what I try to paint the picture it, for... And, and when, Sala, when, when Sala was here, mm-hmm. and he said Ben, but don't break, everybody... I, it, 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 I don't get it. Um, I don't know what they expected Steve Wilkes to do. We got to remember... He's coming into this team his first year. He has his philosophies, but he's not trying to change up everything. He's not trying to change up the mentality and 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 the way or the mantra of the 49ers defense. Those players, a lot of the players on defense are veterans. They know what they got to do. He's just trying to add in and, and <clears throat> own in on that secondary because it's young. And I feel like that's where his influence is going. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing better play out of the, You just raved about Diamond Lenore. Diamond Lenore is having an amazing year. It's just that he got to figure out how to like get rid of those penalties so mm-hmm. that his gameplay can speak for itself opposed to, you know, the penalties from the ref. So once that happens, dude's leading team with tackles, like as a quarterback, like this dude is all over the field. He definitely has that mentality. I think that's what you're seeing. When you talk about Ben don't break, the Niners are going to play over the top coverage. Guys are going to play. They're going to play two safeties at, at the top, two deep, right? They'll switch to single high. But it's so interchangeable. Like, it happens so fast. You'd be like, damn, like, what's going on? But the Niners, literally, the Niners are not getting beat deep. And they're going to give up the underneath route, and then they adjust. So it, it's, it starts early where they're giving up all these dink and dunk catches, and then they make this adjustment where they clamp down, they play a little more press man, and then all of a sudden they start the blitzing. And then the Niners' defense turns up. So – we got to just kind of like give Steve Wilkes the benefit of the doubt and some time. The defense is still in the top echelon of defenses in the NFL, right? Being mm-hmm. different. They're still in the top. They're they're still in the top. So just give them a little time. Give them a little time. Peachy, let's get to this offense. Uh, this is why people come out to <laughs> – they buy tickets to games. Uh, where do you want to start? Strengths, weaknesses? Um. We can start with the offensive strengths first. So according to this, if this is up to date, we are one, two, three, four, fifth. We have the fifth ranked offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the total team offensive stats. If that goes through this this last game, then we're ranked fifth, which is yep. really good. We average right about up under the Vi- right, right under four hundred yards per game. Yep. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. That's where we are. So that's pretty awesome. And then we have um, 
was looking at some of the players that we have and where it went but anyway oh here it is so Brock Purdy has 736 yards so far in three games so that's that's not bad that's in the middle so what makes him a strength to you I just think that he's he's a strength because I feel like that he's he's really intelligent and he knows where to put the football, even though, you know, he might have some overthrows. But what quarterback doesn't have overthrows, uh, especially what we're watching right now? Monday Night Football shows you that. So <laughs> but um, he he seems to to know how to get it to his playmakers and let them do the rest. So that's one reason why the, his yards are not as many as they would be. Because he's just probably a little bit more than a game manager, I would say, sometimes. But for the most part, he usually just gives it to his playmakers and let them do the work. Yep, team's full of them. So, our, so to me, our, our biggest strength on this team is our rushing attack. And that's because we have one of the best running backs in the National Football League in Christian McCaffrey. That has already ran for like 353 yards. And that's just in three games. So I just find that awesome. Um, 60 attempts um, says that he's averaging like 5.9 yards a carry, which is not bad. He has three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Then under there is, you know, just everybody else because we've been giving CMC the rock like a whole lot. So he's by a mile ahead of any other running back because as you guys know that's that's the running back that we've pretty much been using. And then in receiving, Debo is actually leading in receiving yards. And he looks like he's averaging 14.5 yards of reception. So Dang, that's almost 15 yards per right. reception. Because of yak. <laughs> Because Brock Purdy just gives him the rock and tells him to go, you know, to whatever. That's what happens. And then Kittle's, like, right behind him. This actually surprised me because I've seen, like, how little we've really seen Kittle. And he's actually had 13 receptions on 139 yards. Now, his longest is 29. So, and that was probably, that was probably in this last game. I bet. And the Giants. And then next, of course, is Ayuk. And he's right behind him. And for um, 11 receptions for 172 yards. So him and Debo, like, they're they're around the same for the most part. Debo's a little bit more ahead of him because we know Debo just knocks people down and keeps on moving and keeps on going. So it's awesome. Um, But so those are... Like to me, those are our our strengths. Is so that all, the, all the weapons. All the weapons. Yeah. And we're very, very deep in our weapons too. And that's what makes this offense so special. Is because there's there's people on this defense or um offense that we haven't really got to see shine yet. And we kind of saw Bell, you know, kind of what he can do, but there's other there's other different um, different types of uh, of play like plays and everything that Kyle's not even brought out. Like I had said on I think the overreaction show, 
I don't think Kyle really bought out his playbook for the Giants game. I think he was just, you know, making it really vanilla, whatever. But we're about to see, you know, the the playbook come out and see how special this offense can truly be with these weapons. I will say that the the weakness to me has got to be the right side of the O-line. I know it's like being a dead horse. Everybody's heard that, whatever, but – that to me is like the only real weakness that we have on here. McKivitz is already like responsible for three sacks, which is not good. Um, and then Burford has allowed a team high of 10 quarterback pressures. So we've definitely got to do something about trying to do something with the right. Somebody had mentioned that maybe before the trade trade deadline, we may improve that. We'll see. But that's the weakness that I see. Yeah, I mean, you look you look at the right. I mean, from the center to the right side. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we talk right. about pressures, it's 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 seven six eleven. Okay, so it's seven six eleven. So Brindo seven pressures, mm-hmm. McKivitt six pressures, Burford eleven pressures. All right, so we talk about the pressures. So like that, so pressure just means it's going to be a hurry mm-hmm. or or whatever, right? But when yeah. you talk about sacks, then McKivitz does lead in sacks. Mm-hmm. Burford has given up one. So the right side of the offensive line has given up a total of four sacks yeah. thus far. A total of four sacks thus far. So like mm-hmm. I I get why that right side, but we knew that we knew coming right. in to the season that the right side was going to be a work in progress. Like it yep. was going to need some time to for those guys to build the continuity and try to, you know, figure it out and gel. And so, I mean, what not a better way to do it? I mean, all right, there's context to week one's sex by Burford because when you line up T.J. Watt over a guy like Spencer Burford, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, it was pretty damn dominant for T.J. Mm-hmm. Watt. But in the second week when the Rams didn't have a pretty big dominant, you know, outside guy, mm-hmm. it didn't happen. He didn't give up any right. sacks. So his sacks literally came from week one. Yes. And he's improved. So, yes, they're the weakest link. I like that. But there's a possibility that they're getting better over time. I hope so. Absolutely. And we got to deal with some other guys. Like, let's let we go down the list, man. We got some, so there's some guys out there in, in Arizona. Okay. Oh, yeah. then, then we got we got Michael Parsons in the crew, right? Yep. And then you and then you got Miles Garrett in the crew, oh, right? <laughs> so, and he's playing with his hair on fire right now. Like he he's out there just man. Yeah. He's just yeah, out he's there destroying people. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On a mission. Yeah. Like. I don't know who pissed him off, but I think he was mad that he ain't, he ain't win defensive player of the year last year. That whatever. I think Micah Micah feel the same way. Both of them, they, both of them got a chip on their shoulders. They got chips on their shoulders, you know. Um, so listen, great job, great job. Anything else you wanted to add about the offense? I can't think of anything. That was about it. Just, you know, that we just have weapons for days, and it's awesome that we have weapons for days. And a lot of smart guys on here, too. So I'm looking forward to just seeing what happens for the rest of this year, if we can just keep it up. Yeah. I think the key to the offense, um, other than, like, just the players being elite, like you said, is just, mm-hmm. like, what they're willing to do without the ball in their hands. Right. And so, like, the blocking, all the intangible stuff that goes unnoticed – 
Uh, and this is why I say things like, you know, this team hasn't played us yet. Like, think, think about an offense that's going to enforce their will on these defensive players, right? And so, like, mm-hmm. teams are, I'm not saying they're scared to play the 49ers, but on offense, they're looking to hit you when they don't have the ball in their hands. So, that's wear and tear on a defense, especially throughout a game. You get Jawan Jennings, who was fined 20, 20, what, $21,000 for that block, um, that crackback block that he put on uh, week two in the, in the Rams game. He got fined for that. But these these receivers are out here ready to block. You already saw what Brandon Ayuk did in week one. You, mm-hmm. Like, you're, you're seeing the unwillingness of, of these players, like, just, you know, sacrifice their bodies for their teammates to make a big play. So that that's something that goes very much so unnoticed. So, yeah, the offense, you know, and here's the, the key to me about the offense. Like, they're still figuring it out. I, I, like, Brock Purdy, to me, um, is being hit with different challenges each and every week. It's like he's playing a video game, and every week he plays a different team. He's on a new level. Yep. And he, you, he, you think you're prepared for the new level. You're ready to go, and then they just send out something totally different. Yes. And so when the team blitzes, eighty five percent of the time, yeah. And and you figure it out, mm-hmm. like you got like Brock. I mean, if he's figuring out the blitz, I mean, what what can another team do to Brock? Blitz ninety percent right. of the time. Like what what can you right. what, what are you gonna give him? What are you gonna do? Yep. So I like what we're getting from Brock. I like what we got from our offensive line. I, I like what we're getting from the, the playmakers. I think the running game is super strong. Offense looks good. And I still think they have time to figure things out as they go along. If you're telling me that they were calling vanilla plays in a game that they scored 30 points, mind you, the offense has averaged 30 points a game. Yes. Literally scored 30 points all three games. Literally. 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 Yep. Literally, that's true. Um, all right, I got the job to talk about special teams, and so, so special teams to me for the 49ers, it may just be the weakest link on the team. Uh, when I think about special teams, you know, the Niners they're just ranked last. I mean, they're 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 ranked they're ranked last in kickoff as far as the average. Um, you know, when it comes to uh, they're just they're just they're just not a good overall special teams team but they have players on the special team that sticks out and if i gotta go with weaknesses about the special teams of course i'm gonna start with the penalties on special teams now this could be due to the injury of samuel womack the third who was our gunner Mm -hmm. and i feel like the moment he went to ir the niners have been trying to replenish that position with the player and yeah we got some players like trey swillen uh, and these guys coming out there, but they're just making mistakes. They're making mental mistakes, and they're getting these penalties. And unfortunately, it can, it hasn't, but at some point, those penalties can f- cause the offense to stutter. For example, in the Giants game, all right, the penalty on Trey Swillen, same penalty he got in the Rams game, all right? <laughs> so the Niners, minus that return, have to start at half of the distance to the goal line. Now, I know the Niners had a plan if they weren't inside their own five, six, seven, eight-yard line. But when they get into that, they got to kind of switch up the play calling a little bit. 
teams already know they're going to come out and try to run the ball. The Niners, I think, threw out through two, three of those passes on on those downs, but it just didn't look good. So that was like a wasted drive to me for the 49ers because of that penalty. Right after that penalty, the Niners had to punt. Right? I'm telling the story. For one game, on that punt, you get Shamar John Charles, who's been playing decent all game. You never you didn't hear his name. You probably didn't even know he was playing. He gets the <laughs> interference call. Mm-hmm. Which gives the the Giants their best starting mm-hmm. field position all game. Yes. I know they had field goals, but they ain't start. They had to drive to get those. Yes. This was on their side of the fifty. They were like at the forty something yard line. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh man. First play, what happens? Pass interference call, mismatch. You had Waller on Diamondre Lenore. Next play, first and eight, touchdown run. So it's those special teams has to be better. Like, special teams has to be better. They have to definitely, I expect those special teams players to be way more disciplined because they're looking for a job. They want to start. They want to get out. Then they better be disciplined and figure it out. Yep. The bright spots to special teams are Ronnie Bell, Mitch Wisnowski, and Jake Moody. Jake Moody might be the best special teams player we've seen in a long time, and I'm not trying to crown him the greatest kicker of all time. But for a rookie to go out there, I'm so glad AJ Brown dropped that pass. The rookie, uh, <laughs> the rookie. <laughs> Listen, Mose, don't you got AJ Brown? I don't. Okay, so that's another league I'm not trying to lose in. So that league got AJ Brown. But oh, you talking about the ESPN? You talking about the uh, ESPN league? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm glad AJ Brown dropped it because I don't have AJ Brown. I want them to give it to DeAndre Swift. I have him. Oh, that's the I'm playing you in that league too. I think that's the. Oh, are you playing me in both leagues? I hope not. This is not. No, the league. you just playing me in the uh, ESPN league. Okay, you winning though, right? <clears throat> no. Thank you. I'm down thirteen. No Swift. No Swift today. <laughs> no Swift. That sucks because I got Swift 13. in my sleeper league. Anyway, all I'm saying is got, Jake Moody's been Burrow, a bright spot. I got Mixon. Mm-hmm. I got Swift, and I got Chase going right now. Yeah, you got. Four. There's no 13. way I'm gonna. There's no way I'm winning. There's no way. It's, right now, about probably he's got me at sixty percent. Yeah, but you there's got no Puka way. And Kyron, and I, they doing nothing. All right, so guys, <laughs> Jake Moody hit nine for nine on the season, one hundred percent. Kid had one of his kicks that looked like it was gonna skew to the left, but it still snuck in. Uh, but other than that. I think that is the brightest spot of the special teams. I like Jake Moody kicking kickoffs now. Now you're going to get more touchbacks, less returns. Um, and so now we just got to fix, got to figure out who's going to be those gunners out there. Like, I feel like that's the key. Uh, two more weeks for Womack or three more weeks for Womack? Womack, I can't remember what it is. I know he got put on the IR after week one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He'll be coming and back soon. So he should be coming back soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's week four next. This week, right? So after this week, will we get Darrell Luter Jr. from the P- off the PUP? Yeah, to come back to. Uh, so just some so. things nice. that that can trend upwards. Damn, that twenty to three was just ten three with the, the twenty to three. What happened? That hurts to keep scoring these touchdowns, so I can make a comeback in this league that I'm not winning in right now. I don't know. How are you guys <laughs> feeling about this Eagles matchup that's coming up? We watched the Eagles dismantle. The Dallas Cowboys, the red hot Dallas Cowboys. 
We watched the Eagles take charge and 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 get rid of them. You mean the Cardinals? Yeah, I mean the Cardinals. We watched the Cardinals take charge and get rid of the Dallas. I knew it was a bird, and get rid of the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. They held on to a victory. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a game that came down to Dak Prescott being Dak Prescott. Right. He, According to, to to what I've heard and I watched a lot of national media today, they were like that the Dallas just thought it was just going to be an easy game for them. That they just didn't go in prepared. They were just, you know, trying to just win this, this little game right here and, you know, keep on pushing. And when they try, when they try to collect themselves and they had to, to force something, that's what, caused the interception my deck because they had to do too much too quick they didn't realize like it just got away from them i guess they don't realize that the other nfl team laces their stuff up just like they do and what and you can get beat by anyone wait say what you what did you say that they they're giving Dak excuses on why he threw the interception that's what i'm hearing that's all yeah. i heard yeah what that's all i heard too mm-hmm are yeah. you fucking kidding like I me? Said, and watching national media had... today, and that's what they're saying. Like no, he's getting all Dak kinds of threw excuses. the interception because that's what Dak does. <laughs> no. Like he we know that that's what Dak he does. Th- he did it last year. He, he does it all the time. That. He did it the year before that, and the year before that. <laughs> he and does the year it. He got injured. All that was probably time. an interception. <laughs> like that's what Dak does. Like are, are mm-hmm. we seriously? Listen, I hate the Cowboys more than anyone, but don't give them no excuses. How do you not see the defender right in front of you? Where did you think you were throwing the ball, Dak? <laughs> he was right there. He wasn't disguised. Right. He wasn't trying to rob the play. He didn't have no t- space to rob a play. He just right. was right in Dak's face. Yes, Callie. They are literally doing that. So all day today for, for the defensive side, they were basically saying that they were in mourning because of, of Diggs being out and that Whatever. we should – and give them time to <laughs> regroup. And get I'm like, these are grown ass men playing football. <laughs> they did. We they literally the are using time. that excuse of their defense. That's what I heard today. Well, well, we gotta understand that. You know, you lose someone like Diggs. The 49ers have lost people all, like huge people all the time. Ain't nobody feel sorry for us and tell us nothing like that. Yep. It's They're funny saying because that this I, defense has time to the needs time to regroup and you know get their bearings and they're gonna be fine. It was just a fork in the road. They weren't prepared for it. They're fine. They All lost right, to man. a team tanking. Right. Fork my ass. <laughs> they got beat on the road in Arizona. I don't know what their game plan was, but they right. got beat. Fair and square, they got beat at the end of the day. Let's talk about Arizona. They're going to be on a high, okay? Oh, but they're, yeah. they're coming into Santa Clara. They're coming into our home. Brock Purdy whipped that ass last year. <laughs> I know it's a different quarterback. But what are your thoughts? Like, how are you feeling? Arizona Cardinals are definitely on a high. I'm not trying to overlook this team. There's no way in hell the 49ers lose to these Cardinals. No. Vegas already has us like on a 14 point uh, advantage anyway. Is so. there any way you can check to see what Vegas had the Cowboys at? 
during I think 19? it was 12. Hmm. But let me see. So I don't get betting, but what would you bet that 14? That's 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 high. I mean, um, they're saying that it's actually just 11 because, you know, we get the three points three because points it's for at home. home. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was 12. But 12? Let me see. Hold on a second. I'll look it up and I'll let you know. Well, I mean, even if it was 12, well, the reason why 13. I asked that, reason why I asked that question, because even at 13. 13. So that, wait, 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 wait. Dallas had a more. Dallas had a 13-point favor road on favorite. the road? Mm-hmm. On the road. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, in retrospect, ours is less if we're getting right, the because, three points because for being we get home. Three. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, look. Um, look, I, I just... <laughs> the Niners have been doing one thing well all season long, and that's taking away the run. And so right. James Conner had one career game against the 49ers. And that was before the, I think that was before this defense was like literally like intact. I don't expect James Conner. He didn't play the last time we played. That's a catch. Oh, he dropped it. Come on, Mike Evans. You got one job. I don't expect James Conner to do what he did against Dallas against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Now the Niners got to play discipline cuz you saw in that one play. Yep. And that's what they're going to try the outside zone. They're going to look to do all that type of stuff to the 49ers. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised, but you know what the Niners are going to do? They're going to force Josh Dobbs to beat them underneath. They're going to force Josh Dobbs to be accurate with pressure from the side and from the up in front of his face. Mm-hmm. And they're going to force him to be accurate. And if Josh Dobbs can do that, they may have a chance. If Josh Dobbs can't do that, Sayonara, Arizona Cardinals, <laughs> back to the tank, baby. Yeah, um, the one thing that is is just a definite, 49ers are not overlooking the Cardinals by no means necessary because, one, it's a divisional game, and plus, we know how how weird the Cardinals, like, it can just be like that. So the 49ers are not overlooking the Cardinals like the Cowboys were. Like they're just not they're just not doing it. And that makes sense because you said it's a divisional game. Right. But but it it could be one of those hard fought divisional games just like we was when we played the Rams. But we come out victorious. Right. We come out victorious. Any worries uh before we dip up out of here, Mose? Any worries about that matchup? I I I really don't have anything. And I think one of the things that people are missing from you know, that, car, that Cardinals-Cowboys, although the Cowboys were the better team and more than likely should have won that game, Jonathan Gannon is very familiar with the Cowboys, being that he was mm-hmm. the Eagles defensive He was the Eagles defensive, yeah. For yes. a couple years. So he's very familiar with that team. So the defensive game plan that he came in there with, plus being very close uh, with Nick Sirianni and, head co- uh, and now head coach of the Colts, Shane Steichen, now, I think he had offensive and a defensive game plan tailored for the Cowboys because he has so much familiarity with them. Yes. Now, here's what I will caution him from using past experiences. If you try to implore the same game plan the Philadelphia Eagles did against the 49ers in the NFC Championship game, mm-hmm. 
that would be a, a poor mistake yeah. because you don't have the personnel. <laughs> you definitely don't Remember, have the personnel. Right. <laughs> you don't have the personnel. You don't have Hargrave. Right. You don't have John Reddick. Mm-mm. You don't have Brandon Graham. You don't have Jordan Davis. You don't have Darius Clay, James Bradbury. You, you don't have the personnel to do no. that. So that's why I'm not worried because I feel like <laughs> this past game will give Jonathan Gannon some false confidence that he can go in with with mm-hmm. previous experience and try to deploy a similar game plan. Mm-hmm. That might work against the Cowboys because you have so much experience, but you really only have about a week of experience preparing for the San Francisco 49 yeah. And if you try to deploy that same game plan in the NFC Championship game, I don't think that's going to work for you because you don't have the personnel. But that being said, I, I know this, this team, I'll – uh, Steve Woods, I know, like you said, we're not overlooking this team. We are going to be prepared. And one of the things that we've shown over the first three weeks that we are able to do really, really well is make adjustments. So yes. I think we'll be fine. So um, one thing uh, about this game, Steve Wilkes has a couple of irons in his fire that I'm sure that he's going to want to show out that defense. Oh, yeah. Since of what happened How's to that? him in Arizona. How he was just like a one – um, um, a they, one um, hit, hit a quitter, or yeah. however you say that. And they tried to so, throw him under the bus? Yes. And Ooh, they tried to put it all it, on him. It, <laughs> yo. Yo. So, so he going to have some day. fun with this. It's not so, there. Ooh. <laughs> so somebody's going to with this boy. He's not even there. Yo. I'm, yeah. I'm, it's gonna be a Hafunga blitz sack. It's gonna be a Fred Warner blitz sack. There's gonna be there's gonna be some sacks. Coming. Listen, I look great point to bring up, PG. I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Uh, it's one yeah. reason why I love having you here. Look, I, I just from a, football, from a football perspective, y'all, I I I just think the 49ers are gonna be well prepared right. to take down the team they've owned the past couple of seasons. Yep. And look, I know it was tough against the Rams, but Josh Dobbs is no Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. Okay? Nope. He's no Matthew Stafford. I'll leave it at that. So am I am I worried? No. But the Niners still got to be on their A game. They got to bring their A game, mm-hmm. and they got to execute. And when the Niners execute, it's almost impossible to defeat that team. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So that's the Niners thing. The Niners just have to come out, execute, and they will do just fine against Jonathan Gannon and these daggone Cardinals. <laughs> uh, but congratulations to the Cardinals. Thank you so much for knocking the Dallas Cowboys on their patooties. Yes. Yeah, I appreciate that because apparently listening to their pressers is what they needed. Mm-hmm. And that the media was the one that had Dallas feeling like they were, you know, according to Dak Prescott. He said that that it's the media's fault because the media was the one that put them on this pedestal. <laughs> Man, they didn't say that, did they? That's what Dak said. It is. Everybody said, like, y'all, just eat it, bro. Matter of fact, if I'm like, if, oh my God, yo, they better be lucky. Let me tell you, you nobody's talking about this. They better be lucky, Trayvon Diggs isn't on that team right now. Mm. Like, remember when Trayvon Diggs was about to bust Dak's ass at practice this, <laughs> tre- this uh, training camp? Yes. Yep. And they was talking <laughs> mad trash. Mm-hmm. Yo, 
Yo, they better be lucky. Oh, that man, a female dog to his face twice. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Yep. Dak, and you want to know why? Because of what Dak did at the end of the game. <laughs> right, it's because of that. He was probably like, this... <laughs> And I, I, they better. I'm so glad. And and he must was at the Buffalo Bills game because his son was oh, at yeah. the Buffalo Bills game. I think his son was at one of the game. No, the son was at this game. So Trayvon Diggs was there because I think his son was catching passes on the yeah, field. Yeah, because he had. Yeah, yeah, because Ooh. he picked him up. Whatever. I'm sure he was just like it, but so what he did. But the fact that like you just What'd can't. Suck this up. It just has to be like you gotta blame somebody. Like blame yourself. Like you did it. Take take accountability. Right. 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 Take accountability. Don't don't be like oh you know the media was the one that had us you know like all hyped up. You know y'all the one that put us there. Like we you know uh, we knew that we had problems and all this stuff. And you guys doing whatever, man. <laughs> Listen, I'm excited. Niners are three and zero on their way to four and zero. I think the Niners are going to be just fine um, yes. heading into that week of Dallas. A lot of things coming up. Listen, if you want details of the video shoot that we're going to be shooting out in California next weekend, all right, you can go to the website. You can go to www.twben. Matter of fact, let me put it in here right now. Now check this out: the first forty nine people that RSVP to be at the video shoot and in the video we'll get a free 40 of a free faithful to the bay rally towel right so i'll be handing those out we'll be handing those out as a group so it's twben.com backslash rsvp all right you guys can go there click on that link if you're going to be out there and you want to get up at uh, 9 a.m we're going to be out there at 9 a.m <laughs> early in the morning get it done <laughs> what what i said that was always oh, early. That way mm-hmm. we ain't got to clear. We, ain't, we we don't need no permits. It's before businesses start. Trust me, I'm on it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm from the East Coast. I know how to get the deal going. So there it is. Twben.com. Shoe oh. Palace. Yes. Come on, dog. You trying to get me to spend money? No, 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 no. Before the store open, bro, because I ain't trying to spend no money neither. But we're gonna shoot the video outside of the Debo Samuel mural out there. All right. And so it's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. And then uh, hopefully I'll have a special treat uh, for everybody that comes out there. We're going to have some fun. Got the team on deck. So, guys, go ahead and check that out, man. And I'll be putting it out there. We got the promo videos that is going to be going down. And then we're going to be partying with Travis King uh, from from 12 to 4. We're going to go to his event, rock out. And then we got the night to ourselves to get ready for Sunday night football. All right. Yes, sir. Now this rush will take over on Sunday. Final thoughts, guys. Let's get on up out of here, man. Not, it was a great show. Hey, man. Um, go ahead. What you got? I was just gonna say it was a great show. Thank all you guys for checking this out. We have a lot of, of fun things that are gonna be coming up. That video is gonna be really huge and really special. So if you guys are gonna be in the area, get your butt up and get up there too. To to that event because that's gonna be one of those once in a it's it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be fun I'm really jelly because I can't go but that's okay it's all right it's gonna be awesome and I can't wait to see when it's done 
Ooh, that that that's, that's gonna that's gonna be dope. It's gonna be dope. It's gonna be dope. Most final thoughts. Let's get up out of here, baby. Love and appreciate y'all, man, for tuning in as always. Uh, if you don't have it, I mean, I don't know why. I, from my numbers, it look like seventy-eight people are in here right now. So all seventy-eight of you, or whatever your preferred music streaming service is, whether that's Apple Music iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your songs at. Mm-hmm. Faithful to the Bay by Wayne Breezy, Lake City Fresh, Travis King should be in your rotation. If it's not, go get it. You got the link in the bio. The link is the in link the bio. Yes. Video, yes, sir. It's in there. The link for if iTunes, Spotify, and Apple Music is in the bio. Let's go get it. Let's go get it. Show love. Like PG said, if you're going to be out there, show to the this we gonna miss you. No bad, not be there. But we are gonna hold it down for you. I'm gonna be out there. Bree's gonna be out there. It's gonna be a great time. Uh, we got That's the Cardinals right, first. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a picture you can hold up. <laughs> I, yo, like I'm I, you on the memory. Remember in the COVID season, they was putting the cardboard yes, cutout. Exactly. Out. We gotta get a cardboard cutout of Peachy, yes. and I would just have it on the side, and I would just be rocking. <laughs> We got to make sure we make that happen. But again, love, appreciate y'all. We're not overlooking the Cardinals. Let's get to this Cardinals week. Let's get through this week 4 0. And then Sunday night against Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're made of against what people are calling our first real test of the season. But you know, we right. know we, we are we are tested and we are growing every week. So uh, we started fast like we wanted to. Let's just keep this train rolling. I love it, man. Y'all stay up, man. Stay faithful out there. Lots of shows going on this week. You got we got the the NFL show tomorrow. We got What's Your Fantasy. We got Mose and I got Pigskin Picks. It's a bunch of shows going on right here on the channel, man. Make sure your alerts are set to all. Make sure you're locked in right here on the Wayne Breezy channel. We love y'all. Stay up, stay faithful, and always keep it nitty-gritty, y'all. What happens? I always forget that there's a contribution in here and i gotta i keep forgetting because i need to put it up the moment i see it because i get sidetracked but sean falkhorn super chat contribution did you see that dak landed the starring role next to garcacolo and Step Brothers three they love it now that would be an like <laughs> i would go see that though. i would pay like all the money it costs to go to movies now sean, i would pay to go see we it. would go to the movies to see this joint, yes bro. Like, real talk. That's so perfect. <laughs> also, the Going Home series, Trailer Park Brothers, Dak, <laughs> Dak owns the park now. He's oh, just, Lord. you know, I, I'm not going to talk about him until we play him, but Dak is just going to be Dak. I'll leave it at that. Thank you, Sean, for making us laugh at the end. I love you, bro. Appreciate you, man. Until the next time. Now we out. It's about that time. Everybody turn your TVs on. The Moe's nose, peachy, breezy, and fair to God. They keep it nitty gritty when they bring you nine and talk. We two gorilla silver back. Nah, silver. You know it's busting the discussion because we get it in. Every time, you know we grinding. I was eight to ten. We always play to win. The faithful going hard. It's Wayne, breezy, peachy, Moe's nose, and fair to God. Let's get Nitty gritty, next to line is tall. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, next to line is tall.